What's happening guys, it's Adam here. Just a quick word from our sponsors before we kick off today's episode, that is Beer52.com. Beer52 is the UK's most popular craft beer discovery club. They're number one, baby, and they'll send you some amazing beers every month and you can rate and review them via their website to earn points and rewards. Now, every month's beers that you get sent will have a brand new theme. Past themes have been the beers of Germany, California, Belgium, Korea, New Zealand, South Africa, and many, many more. And they've kindly given our listeners an exclusive offer. You'll get a free case of eight beers and a award-winning beer magazine and a tasty snack the second you sign up they'll send them out in the post here and you can't catch corona from the post all you have to do is pay a few quid for the delivery and you can cancel or pause your membership at any time sign up now at beer52.com slash word that's our exclusive link that's b-e-e-r-5-2.com slash w-o-r-d you'll claim your free case of beer and for every person that signs up via that link only they slide us a little bit of money that supports the podcast it helps us out it's win-win so do us a favour, pause the pod here, go and do that now, and then enjoy the episode. Nice one. See you in a bit. Fucking did it in one take, bro. Yeah, man. Pokey, gokey, pig in a pokey. Good morning, job seekers. Oh, my God. Okay, it's happening. Catch me outside. How about that? Have you never seen me before? Upset me, nasty bitch. I'm big boned. I'm heavy structure. I'm hung low. If I pull my shit out, this whole room get dark. Disgusting. It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel like podcasting. Two mics, two lids, and a lot of time on their hands. This is Havawad. Shut down dailies. Let's get through this mess together. Hey babe, how are you? You're right. Welcome to our show. We're back, aren't we, Daniel? We just give t- uh, fashion tips and just like lifestyle advice. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Can I say, babe, your skin looks really good. What have you been doing, Adam? Talk us through it. A salad for me lunch. <laughs> You've rubbed it on your face. I've, veg- ah. I've had vegetables for the first time since year nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how'd you feel? I feel really good, you know. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed the salad. I had um, uh, a baby leaf salad bag. You don't want adult leaf. You just want to keep it baby. Yeah, I like it. Some cucumbers. No. Um, some olives and feta cheese. There we go. Um, some bacon bits. few croutons. And then I put it in a sandwich <laughs> with chicken. But it was deep fried because that tastes better. And then I just <laughs> fucked off the salad. It was like KFC. It was fine, wasn't it? So I'm eating healthy. Yeah, you having fun? You Sorry. having fun? I, I, know, actually, I made, I'm eating healthy, okay? I made, I made myself miss KFC then. Like Go on. <laughs> so back to the start. Baby leaf salad, cucumbers, olives, feta cheese, mushrooms, kale, red cabbage, balsamic vinegar, and some plain chicken breasts. And oh my God, Jade made it. And... It was delicious. And I'm now, I'm a convert. I'm going to go for a bike ride in a bit as well. Got me new bike. It's not a in-the-house exercise one. It's a proper mountain bike. And I'm going for an hour's bike ride after I'm done talking shy with you, bro. Nice. I like new it. man. Yeah. Give me fit as fuck. Right. Well, that's the end of the podcast. We talk about <laughs> vegetables that we've recently consumed and talk about bike rides. Adam is now a vegan and about 30% more lesbian. And we talk about vegetables, we're always talking about your ma. Hey! <laughs> your ma's a 
fucking lemon. Um, <laughs> she's fucking bitter. You said I must eat so many lemons. Well, you know what? Whatever's working for you, because you look all right, mate. I love I love the thought that it's had time to have an impact. Like I literally ate the salad, wiped my face, and then come up and turn my laptop on. <laughs> I'm just trying to be supportive because you sounded tetchy when you were doing the setup. You were like, this fucking setup. I was like, I'm gonna start the podcast positive. I'm gonna start positive. So I'm just basically being nice to you. You don't understand. You you don't know who you're born. Daniel, this is the thing, okay? Because you've got your nice little studio set up, okay? It's all just yours. It's set up how it is. You don't have to fucking touch it. I, Jade is at the minute about to start a YouTube channel where she does at-home makeup stuff. So she's like, here's how you do your eyelashes. Here's how you dye your hair. She's been doing that. So once I'm done in here, I have to tidy it all away and let hair set hair stuff up. So I have to set it up again the next day. And it's an absolute it's fucking ball. Do you remember when we very first did the podcast when it was my old pod? I was doing it yeah. in the living room every Tuesday morning. I had to set that up with a fucking two-year-old running around, and they make two-year-olds in studios do not mix, and then put it all together, then do the pod, then put it all away. And the days where I left it up, you could see. Look, in fact, that worked really well. Just leaving it up for the night, being like, "Look, I've got another one tomorrow. I'll just leave it up tonight." It made Laura be like, "Yeah, you need your own room. Fuck it. We'll we'll lose the room. <laughs> put all of your shit." in there get it all in and now she's realized because i've got a room all of the artwork that she's like pretended to like for five years like she's been like oh yeah that painting that you've had for like 10 years that it's quite nice that oh, and i like that one yeah it's fine just put it there now she can just be like yeah i don't like it but you've got your own room so my room is just covered with all sorts of shit that i thought she quite liked turns out she's fucking hated so that's the payoff I don't have to set it up. I have to look at all my fucking IKEA artwork mistakes for the last 15 years, but I just get left alone. It is a ball, like putting it all up and putting it all back down. Yeah. And we're getting more and more less passive and more actual aggressive with each other because we have a rule in here. Once you're done with what you're doing, you put your stuff away. You put your stuff away. Right. Okay. And like, if I leave one thing out, it's like, oh, this is here, this is here, you've left this fucking here. A hairdryer is on the floor. Nearly broke me fucking toe before volleying a fucking hairdryer, <laughs> Daniel. I've got me sliders on. I wasn't prepared for it. There's no fucking coverage for your toes. Oh, I've already got sore toes from playing fussy years ago and I never got it fixed. I've just volleyed a fucking hairdryer. <laughs> it makes me... Do you use a hairdryer? I use sometimes... I've got no hair, but sometimes... I was worried that my balls haven't dried properly after the shower. You, you hair dry your balls? I do, yeah. Because when, when does when does honestly, you know, I'm a weirdo, I and I don't that being a bigger fucking case of FOMO. Fear of missing out. It's when I'm GHC. You've got no hair, Daniel. Yes, I have. You just can't see it. It's when I'm GHD in my pubes. That's when you know it's gone too far. Like I just want them to be silky shining straight. I, I, barbers. I just want to trim. I do. Just, I, a, just shave the sides and just do as like a, a cow's lick on top. I'm thinking about a perm. What for? My nipple hair. Um, I really. I just. My worry is, it's that when does that ever get air? You sort of you come out of the shower. It's the first thing you put back on is your knickknacks in it. You put your kecks back on straight away. No. Yeah, you do. Everyone in the world puts the thunder pants on first, mate. I have like an OCD thing where I get dressed top to toe. No, you don't. I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. So, I do. So, I'm so you put your hat on first. <laughs> 
I know you're taking a piss. <laughs> I hair dry my balls, and now you look weird, mate. Everyone was like, Dan's a fucking weirdo, a little baldy hair drying his balls. And now everyone's like, what the fuck, top down it. dress boy? It's, it's an OCD thing. So if I get out there, <laughs> stop. Stop. <laughs> Listen, right? If I get out the shower and I'm staying in the house, I'll just I'll put my t-shirt on, me undies, and then I'll put my socks on because that's all I'm wearing. Okay. If I'm wearing shorts as well, t-shirt, undies, shorts, then me socks. Always if t-shirt ready, first. Yeah, but if I'm getting ready to go out and I know I'm going to be putting a hat on, I put my hat on first, then me t-shirt, <laughs> then me jacket. <laughs> Have you got a mirror in the bedroom? Because you just have to catch yourself once with a hat on and fuck all else and look like, hey, I'm a naked train driver. Oh, my God. When when does when does your missus ever want to fuck you? If she catches you, I'll have a lie in, you get ready, just be quiet. And then she's just trying to sleep and she opens one eye and you're stood in front of the mirror with a hat and a T-shirt and your dick and balls out like a fucking toddler on the beach that's just run off without his pants. It's worse than that, and I can't help this. this is, I, I understand that it's weird, but if I'm going out, I'll put my coat on before I put my no, undies you- on. <laughs> John, nasty bitch. Upset me, nasty bitch. I, I swear, I that's Shade. That's Shade and I put my hat on, T-shirt, then if I'm putting a jumper on, jumper, then any jacket, then I'll put my undies on, then I'll put my pants on, then I'll put my socks and then my shoes. So there has definitely been... At some point, you know when you, because you, you, a lot of people ringing you, a lot of people message you. Someone has rung you, and I know what you're like with the phone. You don't want to miss a fucking. This could be a big opportunity. The fucking phone rings, and you've got a hat, a jacket, a t-shirt, and your dick and balls out, and you're doing a business <laughs> yeah. call. Yeah, <laughs> I swear to God. I seriously want to see a full mirror selfie the next time that happens. I'll do it later. What's the opposite I'll do, of a I wank have bank? My dick out, but I'll have me bum out for you. <laughs> How to lose followers? I sw- I sw- look, I swear to God, ne- ne- next time I get ready when I'm going out, out and I'm putting my coat on, I- I'll get ready like that when I get out the shower. It's only when I get out the shower, though. Yeah, right. Okay, thank fuck. Otherwise, it'd be weird. Yeah, yeah. hair dry your balls bath, next time. I- I- I'm not bothered. Hair dry the balls when you've got your jacket on, your fucking full suit, your tie, everything, your scarf. Just give you a little balls of hair dry. It's really nice. It really dries the I, area. Do you never feel like I, it's a bit like the fucking Amazon rainforest sometimes? Just all a bit, never gets the air, never gets the light of day. Have you ever like accidentally sort of weed on your, your like pubes and balls a bit and, you know, like in a public toilet and then popped your dick in the, one of those Dyson air blades? <laughs> Mate, they, they dry your balls rapid, you know. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Just what a great way to get barred from your local fucking weather spoons. <laughs> Some fucking local alky walks in and you've got your dick and balls. Just really trying to get over so you don't touch either side because that's the trick with the with the air blade, isn't it? Just to, if you, you lower them in, not to touch either side, just try and get your dick and balls in and your dick and balls yeah. out and he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. You, you can't touch the sides of it because you don't know what, where else other people have been putting their dick and balls <laughs> yeah. before they put them in. <laughs> Turns out I'm just going to have wet hands from now on. I'll fucking have coronavirus before I fucking touch where your dick and balls have been in the spoons. Yeah. Oh, God, where did that go? How do our partners ever want to have sex with us? Just, 
I know, like, we've got our charms, Jay, but that Jay, is... Jay dresses like I do. That's less, she's offen- also- that's less, less offensive. She's an attractive young woman. That's fine. In my head, I think... <laughs> oh, it's not, I know that's Adam's... I'm not trying to be disrespectful. That's part of it. Jade's a, a beautiful woman, and that's fine. My wife is a fucking lady. She can dress how she wants. She can go sock, fucking hat, bra. I don't give a shit. It all looks good. You, my mental image, not quite as good. Yeah, and then my naked balls just flapping well, in the wind. <laughs> I, 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 look, it's 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 the way I do it. I can't help it. Like it, it's if I put like socks on first, I feel anxious for like a week. I'm underpants first. It's just so it's got to be. It's the it's underpants a, first. Oh, that's it's your foundation. Weird, it's your foundation. That's, that's the so fa- weird. That's the fan. You build from there. You put your dick so you, and balls you have away. Underpants on and you walk around with no top on. I think the for me, it, I've done really well. Thirty nine years old to never get on the sex offenders register. When you're naked, there's windows in the house. You don't know. Do you live near a primary school? I don't know. the The key is get the dick and balls away, and then there's less risk of getting on the list. You not feel weird walking around with no top on though? What we're just underpants? Yeah. No, oh, I feel like a superhero. <laughs> No, that's weird to me. So I've nothing on your top and then have your bottom covered. That's so weird. <laughs> Sometimes I sit here and I'm absolutely sure that you're a mental. And then <laughs> I go on Twitter afterwards and I'm like, no, everyone thinks Adam's right. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure on this one, even the fucking most diehard Rollids who basically only listen to this podcast to be like, yeah, Adam sound that old fucker that he fucking sits and talks to. He's a bit of a bell with. But Adam's all right. I think even them are lad, put your fucking knickers on first, lad. We'll see. Uh, I, dro- I guarantee you I'm not the only one who has this condition, though. Yeah, well, we'll see. I, uh, <laughs> I, dropped, I dropped my phone and broke it this morning, Adam. Did you, Daniel? Uh, what did you, how did, you're not got a case. I have. I told you got a protective case. case. Got a protective case. It, 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 I was trying to do a, it's a Galaxy S20, brand new on the Plus, because I wanted a big screen. Do you know what? Yeah, to watch Netflix Android on months. a night. Yeah, because I like porn on a screen. And you know WhatsApp have got the voice note thing where you have to press record, but it's in the corner of the screen. My little tubby fucking fat man hands couldn't hold the big phone, and it fell. And you know when it, something falls, and sometimes you're like, ah, it'd be fine. I knew as it literally screen slapped the pavement that it wasn't going to be fine. It made a sound like, you know, the belly flop when you see someone dive and you're like, actually, you've messed it up, but you've still gone in. So, and then there's the full like, oh, damn. And everyone in the pool's like, shit, Billy. It was one of them moments and there was, there was a stone and it's really cracked it to fuck. I came back. You got insured though. Yes, yeah, so you got insured and so you'd be fine. Yeah, I'd be fine. Have you got insurance? No. I've got no Why phone. Why have you not got phone insurance? It's like fucking a pound a month. You're such a liar. It's more a thousand pound phone. It's more than a pound you a month. You can get phone insurance for like a couple of quid a month. Who off your Uncle fucking Terry? That's not proper insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Terry's insurance, you give us a quid. I'll fucking insure your phone. I'm not having that. There's, you can't Protect get... Protectyourbubble.com. Protectyourbubble.com? Yeah. Right, cool. Have you got phone insurance? Yeah. I don't believe you. <laughs> you pause then. You're just giving me shit. You're the type of maverick that hasn't got... You don't even put underpants on in the right order. You haven't fucking insured your phone. 
I have. I'm insured with three who are my providers. And the reason I'm with three, the worst network in the UK, is that my credit rating is very similar to that of Greece. <laughs> Do you know, a few years ago, on the day my best mate from childhood got his, his house approved and announced that on the same day he got his mortgage approved and announced that his missus was pregnant with his second child. On the exact same day that he announced both of those things, I had to get a phone contract in my cousin's name. <laughs> because oh, the, God. O2 and Vodafone were like we feel like you're going to run away with this phone <laughs> you we don't trust you do not look trustworthy uh, yeah we've all been there though I think that's part of the thing of being a comedian you're like what I want to do for a living is go around the place and tell stories and be funny and maybe one day I'll do a podcast and talk bullshit about when I put my underpants on to my friend it doesn't make you the most definite bet for like international lenders does it when I no. just I got the house we got our house in November and as we were applying for the mortgage it's such a weird feeling as you're basically going to banks going hello can I have a house made of bricks where families live how do you earn your living <laughs> um I say dick flap on stage really well in different voices you, you almost expect them to be like jog on your fucking bell and like yes thank you I am a bell and yeah we've all been have there. I told you what I did to Paul Smith Liverpool, you know Liverpool Hot War Comedy Club's own Paul Smith go on so um, we'd been on a, a night out me and Paul right and uh, I ran out some money and I didn't have my card with me and I was like just lend us like 50 quid I'll put it in your bank next week so the, a week later Paul texts me and goes you put that money in my bank and I was like oh yeah sorry I'll do it now and I did it um, I put the money back in Paul's bank and then he went for a mortgage advisor meeting as he comes out the mortgage advisor meeting he, he rings me and he's fucking raging like angry I was like what's the matter with you he goes you're a fucking dickhead aren't you you're a fucking knobhead I said what, what, what's your problem and he goes I've just been for me for mortgage advisor meeting and I went oh okay cool did you get it he's like well I don't fucking think it's looking good Adam do you and I was like Paul I've totally I've got no idea what you're so angry at me for he went did you put that money back in my bank and I went, oh, yeah, yeah, I did. So it was the third entry down on his bank statement that he took to a mortgage advisor meeting. And I'd put the reference as chocolate dildo refund. Um, and the, the note is, I'm really sorry it's melted. Right. So he said he, he had to explain that to a mortgage advisor. But then he got the mortgage and I, was, I didn't get an apology. And I was like don't you owe me an apology and he was like what the fuck do I need to apologise for I was like well look your credit's not great is it so you it was 50-50 whether you get that mortgage I reckon a job's that boring that she was just going to say no to you but then that made her laugh and she's gone do you know what funny that I'll give this lad a mortgage so if anything yeah. I, I deserve the credit for you getting your mortgage it's the kind of thing that you, the first time you ever did it to one of your mates like fucking some b b borderline racist pornography reference as like your oh you fucking big black dicks temple it's so funny a apart from if someone is genuinely trying to like buy a house to put you know to raise <laughs> their children the <laughs> he got the house yeah you're the victim <laughs> <laughs> funny though uh, listen let's crack on with this fucking nonsense Send in your questions and suggestions to haveawardpod at gmail.com. Let's crack on with this nonsense.
Just keep it rolling. Keep everything yeah. rolling. Uh, now, Adam, we've not done this before, but uh, basically, I think there's a world media, world sports media, particularly. There's a gap in the market, and here at Have a Word, we're dying to sort of progress the brand. So we're going to provide a service that hasn't been provided. So if you just give me a minute, I'm just going to hand over to our Belarusian sports desk. Now the results for Belarusian Premier League number one. Still playing because of supposed coronavirus is the concern of weak Westerners, Ukrainians and Sodomites. <laughs> Belshina nil, Goderia one, Dinamo Minsk two, Torpedo Belaz nil, Shakator nil, Nemangrodno nil, Bate one, Rebrest nil, Dinobrebrest one. Slavia 2 Smolensk STI 1 Vitebsk 1 Ishlok 2 Shlotsk 3 And I don't know what the joke is That is a important information From the Belarusian Premier League That's the football results The team's called Slutsk And your Mars They're fucking centre forward lad did you uh, did you hear me? I said breast twice too quickly, and it made me laugh because I'm a fucking child. Rui breast, dinamo breast, <laughs> dinamo dick flap. One. <laughs> Is that what you've been working on all day? Your mum's a slutsk. Two. <laughs> what did you did you just have a fucking jab at me doing a bit of Belarusian football premier? Prep? No, I just I just said, "Is that what you've been working on all day?" You do you know what? I spend a lot of time prepping this show and you know all I want is some respect and also I'm gonna get dick fucked and I fucking can't take any fucking more that's all I want I want respect and a dick fucking alright you've put, you've put a porn star on the soundboard I'm gonna get dick fucked <laughs> I think she should play for Dinamo Slutsk oh, oh why Belarus what? mate Belarus that's still playing football it. Fucking wokey McWoke face. That's not very woke, calling a porn star a slut. She's a sex worker. She's not a slut. Adam, you fucking lid. Her Twitter handle is Sophie a slut. That is her word. <laughs> that is not for people like you, the oppressors, to use. I'm going to get dick fucked. Okay? You need to check your privilege, Daniel. You cannot call a slut a slut the same way you can't call... Yeah, thanks for Mate, that. You really, <laughs> you really need to stop eating vegetables. It's fucking doesn't agree with you. It's t- it's turned you into a massive flapping douchebag. It's made me a better person, and it's it's just highlighting how sexist you are and your sexist oppressive ways. No more veg, Adam. You need to eat some. You need to kill something and eat it. You need to have someone kill something in some Belarusian chicken shop. I still had chicken on it. You what? I still had chicken on it. On my salad. But not the fun type of chicken. Um, Talking about food. I'm going to be the fit one when we do the live show. (laughs) Yeah, of course you are. And uh, just dress properly for the live show. Um, I'm going to get all the groupies and you can just be there with all the men. Yeah, that's fine. What? (laughs) Mate, if you just track back through the episodes, the way I respond to the have a words, it's definitely going to be me sucking up to the uh, ladies you're like fucking fuck off until you have a salad and then you're all women's rights 
Uh, Dan Evans says, hi, guys. We've got some questions today, Adam. Got some people okay. asking some questions. They want to know what you think about things. Uh, questions. Hi, guys. Can you name a food or two that you'd make fuck off forever if you had the power? Preferably one that loads of people like, but you think is stupidly overrated. That's from Dan Evans. Tuna. Oh, mate. Come on. Yes, mate. <laughs> Fucking minging. If, if you've ever eaten a tuna sandwich on a train, you deserve a death sentence. Oh, especially middle of summer, and then you hear the crack of some bell whiffs, Tupperware, and then all of a sudden, just a flood of horrific tuna smell. I think smell. it should be illegal for, like, shops to sell. You know, like on a Tesco meal deal? I think tuna should be outlawed, because no one's taking a meal deal home, are they? That's to be at in a public place. You can't be eating yeah. tuna in a public place. It's It knocks me sick. Our dog eats tuna, and I refuse to give it a... Jade has to Jade has to feed the dog the tuna because I, I, it knocks me sick. It's disgusting. It stinks, and it comes in a horrible, fishy smelling fucking tin that everyone yeah. who eats tuna then opens it up and's like, "Oh, I made the food," and then I just th left that there. Is it brine? What? What's it? It like has to stew in some minging. Some 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 of it comes in brine, and sometimes it comes in spring water, which makes it worse. It's just fishy water. Tuna can fuck the fuck off, mate. There you go. He's coming back. He's coming back. He's had one like, vegan was, salad. Well, look, one semi-vegan salad. We, I was talking to Jade earlier because, you know, Boris Johnson's now in intensive care and a lot of people on the internet are, like, fighting about it because there's some people are like, I hope he dies. And there's people like, eh, no, well, I'm actually very left-wing, but I, I don't hope he dies. It's really bad to wish death on someone. And I can source to see both sides of that argument. I think... You should never wish death on anyone. It's not a nice thing to do. But also, it's quite hard to expect people who've been the victim of Tory austerity for the last 10 years to be sympathetic towards one of the worst offenders in the Tory party. However, I don't wish death on Boris Johnson. I hope he gets better. I just hope he's not Prime Minister for very long. That's what I think. However... <laughs> just permanent damage death. rather than death. I wish death on everyone who eats tuna on a train. <laughs> Eating tuna on a train is worse than closing a hospital. <laughs> right, yeah. That whole thing about when people are like, I can't believe you wish death on someone. I saw your tweet and you need, you have mental health issues. You're like, yeah, but it's just a tweet, in it? And he's yeah, not reading it, you and big you know fucking what? I can't fanny. see a fucking therapist <laughs> because he's cut the fucking allowances. <laughs> It's so maybe if he hadn't cut them, I'd be in a mentally better place and I wouldn't be wishing death on the cunt. Yeah, very, very good point. It's different if you actually go to the hospital. Can I just speak with the Prime Minister, please? I hope you fucking die. Then that does look like unnecessarily. Yeah. But as you're just tweeting in some bullshit thread, I don't think it's the end of the world, but I just... You're right. I hope he doesn't die but at the same time you're like still doesn't mean I fucking like him just had a conversation with that uh, with the neighbours about that and I wanted to be like it's hard because I, I spend a lot of time talking shit with you and then I've got to tune into how normal people talk so he was like oh have you heard about the Prime Minister and I'm literally calling him Bojo and in my head when I went oh yeah Bojo it's a worry isn't it in my head I heard Kane Brown go cha cha Upset me, nasty bitch. And that is going to ruin a conversation with a neighbour over a hedge, isn't it? Ooh, a bit worried about the Prime Minister. Nasty bitch! Upset me! <laughs> <laughs> we, 
we've been getting tweets from people who say um, they're constantly shouting have a word soundboard things at their partners around the house so like you know like couple we've got a lot of couples who listen and they both listen to the podcast and like <laughs> like some girl said a fella left his shoes after he'd been running in the bedroom and it stunk the bedroom out and she shouted downstairs Archer upset me not disgusting <laughs> did the whole soundboard yeah and now she can do oh I love it <laughs> I love it oh Bojo mate not doing good yeah. what food can I not be doing with do you know what any so you need to pick the other one any food any food that my wife makes when she gets on Slimming World for like a week and a half when she's like no I am doing it this time I'm really doing it <laughs> and then starts eating healthy and then farts like she has a dead man up her bum hole oh my god Slimming World might make you thin and healthy but fuck me it makes you smell horrific she's just letting rip some nasty shit so yeah some of the shit she makes it's fucking horrible avocado can fuck off as well I really find it (laughs) (laughs) really serious for a second there avocado can fuck off as well proper pretentious bullshit what's your problem with avocado is it because of the economic problems it has because actually it's very very um, very bad ethically to eat avocado because the farmers in South America get a really shit deal or is it just because you don't like vegan hipsters because they're all wankers? <laughs> there's, there's a few problems with, with that. One, it's not I don't actually know that many vegan hipsters, but I do I do dislike a lot of stand-up comedies people who've slagged off vegan hipsters for about the last 10 years and been like, oh my God, vegan hipsters. And I'm like, mate, I live in the northwest of England. I don't, literally don't know any. This seems like a West London concern to me. Also, I don't think I could ever be like, I think it's disgusting because it's unethical because the avocado isn't fair trade because I do cocaine and I don't think a lot of that shit's fair trade. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) When you've made some Bolivian nana come over on a flight with about half a kilogram of cocaine up her jacksy, you can't be like, oh my God. Oh God, I've got such a come down from that cheap Coke we got from fucking South America. Where'd you get these avocados and this coffee? Is it fair trade? (laughs) I mean, how unfair trade is it? Is it? Does it come up like Bolivian Nana's bums? Avocados, not yet, but they reckon it's going to go that way eventually. <laughs> like I looked into it, they reckon smuggling avocado with three to four years away from smuggling avocados up your nan's vag. Young Asian lads delivering it in a fucking <laughs> really sneaky looking Mondeo. You're right, bro. Yeah, yeah. Here's your avocado. Yeah, don't pass my number around though. Keep that. Keep that on the down low. <laughs> Uh, oh, I've got a food that can fuck off. Um, and uh, they're, they're perishable. They're non-perishables at the minute. So Jade's outlawed from using them. But usually, have you? do you know what Bachelor's Pasta and Sauce is? Yeah, like, like a, a Yeah, we've got one. What's it called? Like not cup of soups, but um, it's like yeah. there's a pasta one. There's pot noodles. There's like a pasta version. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it comes in like a, a rectangle packet. It's called pasta and sauce. And you it just put it with a bit forever. of water. A bit of oh, it lasts for about three years, yeah. yeah. And you put it with a bit of water, a bit of milk on the hob, put a bit of butter in if you want extra. Now they do a chicken and mushroom one, which I'm quite partial to. It's really shit. You know, like one of those shit meals that you actually enjoy yourself. Like so everyone's got the little guilty pleasure like that. The chicken and mushroom one's mine. Jade has fucking cheese and broccoli. 
that's the flavour. And mate, it smells like someone has walked in sh- in in vomit and then ran round your house. It, it smells it, like Bigfoot's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine oh. like if you'd never washed your dick, right? So constant sex and masturbation. You'd never watch the all the milkshake in there. All the scam underneath it, all the all the scum and never blow dried your balls. Never. Yeah. Oh. Imagine that. That's that's what that's what she eats. And she's like, it doesn't smell the way it tastes. And I'm like, how can you get past that though? <laughs> how can you get past the fucking smell? How can you be like a problem? How did you know that in the first place? Because you could smell it the first time round. <sighs> tastes different yeah but you had to eat it to find that out i i love i love it how we get so annoyed like boris johnson's in intensive care and and you were really quite considered about that like you know obviously can understand with every every cuts the the tories made to like the healthcare system and (laughs) austerity and you know i can understand why people are angry but at the same time i don't want him to die what do you think about like pasta from a packet i think it's fucking disgusting and it needs sign out i fucking hate it it's good. i think that's why people like it um, <laughs> this is from oliver scott hi lads got a cracking pointless purchase come drunk story for you a mate at work is really into film memorabilia so this follows up from adam has made some massive pointless purchases in his life a guy got in yeah. touch recently and went, uh, can I just throw out there, Vuvuzela from the World Cup 2010. <laughs> I mean... I bought one of them. Yeah, you couldn't help it. it I honestly think... This one for Africa. Was that Capello? What? Was that Capello World Cup? That I really... Shakira sang that one. You fucking bellend. Jilly Beans in Texas going really Shakira must be a different is Capello a singer I've not heard of I really Uh, got myself with that we're at episode 489 in about two weeks so we will go mental I'm reading out Belarusian football results and like printing them out like this will be good Capello no it was Shakira <laughs> that is not going to get clipped off as the video. Um, <laughs> my mate is really into film. That fucking World Cup was ruined by those Vuvuzelas, though. At first, he was like, oh, it's different, isn't it? It's just how they do it. And then after a while, you're like, really fucking annoying. You know what I love about that? The first shit. goal of that World Cup was scored by the footballer with the best name ever for commentary. It was Shabalabala. And when he scored the first goal, and the fucking comment Shabalalala <laughs> Oh it was fucking quality that That's like me at Beat the Frog When I'm comparing Beat the Frog And there's a list of 12 names And there's some kid from a long way away And I've not reread the fucking list properly I've just gone oh yeah 12 names The sound text like there's like 5 in the first section 7 in the last section And you're right I'm like yeah 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 And then as soon as I get on stage I'm like oh and the next act is A foreign name that's going to make me look racist When I get it wrong <laughs> So I literally welcome on stage. Fuck, it's brutal. Do you, do you know when you compare Beat the Frog? So just for context, if anyone doesn't know, you should know by now from listening to this. Beat the Frog is a new act night at the Frog and Bucket in Manchester for new comedians. They they're trying to do five minutes on stage, but the audience can kick them off. They're brand new. Some of them are doing their first ever gigs. Do you know when they get? Do you know when they're shit and they get fucked off? 
do you ever slag them off a bit on stage? Because when I host it, I do a little bit. Um, no, I don't a lot. Sometimes I have to say something. Sometimes I don't mean slag their comedy off. I just mean you know when they make basic mistakes, like my favorite one of these the reason I bring it up I compared it a while back and there was a, an Asian guy um, there was an Asian guy who got that on stage my room's just falling apart <laughs> every <laughs> episode a the lamp's just broke there we go but we're cracking on um, there was an Asian guy who went on and he, he was about six foot tall right quite chubby and he had shaved hair on the sides and like that ice gem haircut at the top right so imagine that guy. Let's say he's Chinese. He's about six foot. He's got that haircut and he's a bit fat, right? And his opening line was, uh, I know what you're thinking. I'm the guy who ruined Rush Hour 1, 2, and 3. And it got absolutely fuck all from the audience, right? Because <laughs> they were all like, what? I had to go on after him and I was like, it's really nice of him to turn up and prove once and for all that not all Asians look the same. <laughs> <laughs> he basically walked on and went I look a bit like Jackie Chan don't I and 200 people went nah. not really nah. <laughs> I I think one of my favourite lines is because it's a very it's a very hacky stand up line and a lot of new comics use it, it to be, walk on and go I know what you're thinking because <laughs> when you're a new comic a lot of you what you're doing is getting it wrong and a lot of the time a crowd are like nah nah we weren't <laughs> thinking that <laughs> and I, I remember uh, George Cotier who is a, a fucking uh, he was brilliant really alternative comedian from about 10-15 years ago from Liverpool and just basically never wanted to do stand-up properly he was like an anti-comic so he just took the piss and it was yeah, it was one of those comics comics and he used to walk on and go I know what you're thinking but it's not relevant and then just <laughs> <laughs> and then just continue uh, no, I'm I'm kind of friendly because I've been there from the start, and I just don't know. I just feel a bit responsible. It's my my name, my name, my fucking face is on the cards. I, I don't ever feel like being cunty. Sometimes there's bell ends, but when you first started, did you ever do any jokes like that? Like I know what you're thinking, or like I look like this celebrity. Did you ever do any? Uh, yeah, because I still, mate, I've still got I've still got the Danish sex offender line when I take my hat off. And I'm like the reason. Yeah, but that, that, that's not hack that because it's very, very specific. I think the hack thing is to open your show with "I know what you're thinking," and then so, so I did used to do that. My opening line for a while was a lot of people come on stage and say that they look like certain celebrities. Comedians often pick like a really good looking one or whatever, but I can't do that because I get told to look like Bruce Bogtrotter from Matilda. Right <laughs> now, I used to do that. Every single gig, and one time at the Frog, some girl stood up at the back and went, "You can do it, Bruce!" And someone else shouts, "Go, Bruce!" <laughs> it was it, you compared that night. I don't remember it. Honestly, it would very rarely there is a time where someone is, has a birthday at the Frog and they bring a cake in for them. Oh, <laughs> how much would you have? There's been times at the Frog that backstage I have seen a chocolate cake just ready to go for someone's birthday. I think in that instance, if that happened, I think the person whose birthday it was would accept that they were about to be, where they were going to lose a birthday cake, but be part of one of the best fucking Matilda references in history as I brought out a chocolate cake and everyone's like, you can do it, Bruce! And you'd have to fucking headbutt the, oh. 
Amazing. I, th- I think to this day, that's the best heckle I've ever had. <laughs> um, uh, a mate, sorry, we're doing the point- pointless purchase. Uh, a mate at work, because <laughs> I've got to finish now. I've started. Um, a mate at work is really into film memorabilia and wants. Can I say that when um, when you get caught wanking. <laughs> I've started, so I'll finish. Uh, <laughs> um, um, can can you really? That's to get caught yeah. wanking. To be like, oh, darling, darling, I, I, just give me a minute. You can't. That's so if you got caught wanking, you just stop and start walking around with a hard on. Mate, it's easy for you. When you get caught wanking, Jade just has to slightly roll over and be like, what are you doing, dickhead? I'm like, mm-hmm. we're in separate rooms. I get caught wanking by the dog sometimes, though. Like, the dog will come in and be like, what are you doing there? And you can't be wanking with a dog in the room. I got once got caught wanking when I lived with Danny Mac, and I was, I'd, I'd, I was having a full headphones on, laptop, in my fucking office chair, and he just walked in, and he went, oh, sorry, mate. And I was like, ah, ah. <laughs> And then I went downstairs, gingerly went downstairs late, and he went, um, who are you, uh, who are you Skyping? <laughs> <laughs> and I went, uh, I wasn't Skyping, I was wanking. He went, yeah, mate, I know, I know. <laughs> He's like, what, S- sat up in the office chair? I was like, I was really treating myself. It's weird, isn't it, that all men do it, like, regularly. But we're still so weird about getting caught, even by another man. And we know that, like, what should happen realistically in that situation is he should walk in and go, What are you doing? You're, I'm having a wank, go away. It should, oh, he should be allowed to watch, I think. <laughs> I don't, don't think, I don't think that's really what he was into. I don't even think he wanted to live with people, never mind watch them masturbate. But it, to be fair to, to to be fair to Danny at the time, it was like nine thirty in the morning. It was a morning wank. What? It was just one of them days when I was like, you, you know can't what I need? A laptop out in the AM. Yeah, it was a proper like. I just want to start Headphones this. Phones in the morning. I want to start this day properly. Animal. Oh, that's oh. a fucking treat yourself right. No, in the morning you just have to have a sweaty audible one. You have to wake up straight, do it straight away, and then. You should imagine you can't be putting headphones on in the morning. Do you no. put your hat on? Do you put your hat on and your coat on and then masturbate before you put your knickers on? Yeah, you're the weirdo, not me, mate. Uh, a mate at work who is really into film memorabilia once got stupidly drunk and bought the cart from Planet of the Apes from eBay for eight grand. He then the cart from Planet of the Apes, the original 1960s. Really? No, it can't be the original 1960s. Anyway, he bought it from. Planet of the Ape, the cart, for eight grand. He then woke up in the morning and realised what he'd done, only to find out that it was another 12 grand to ship it from the US to the UK. <laughs> it now sits in the garden collecting dust. Don't drink an eBay, kids. That's one. That one's from Oliver Scott. I mean, So, Oliver, do us a favour. Tell your mate I'll give him two grand for it. <laughs> that's brilliant. That's really... I'll give him two grand for it. That's what... That's two grand... What, that's what real like venture capitalists do. They wait for a crash in the market. That's what they're yeah. all doing with stocks and shares now, aren't they? The rich people have already sold and now they're buying low. That's what Adam does. Sneaks in and buys something from fucking <laughs> Planet of the Apes that he couldn't give a shit about just to piss off Ollie's mate. He'd be like, oh fuck. Who's got twenty grand? Who's got twenty oh, grand? In general. <laughs> Who's got twenty grand? Mate, I've got a bit of savings. I'm like, I don't know what. I'm on eBay tonight. 
Yeah, I can't believe he went through with the purchase and didn't just call PayPal and claim he'd been hacked. <laughs> oh, it's always the what way. What done? Someone, someone's bought a fucking cart for 20 grand on eBay. Well, how do we know it wasn't you, sir? Well, I've never even seen Planet of the Apes. How about that? Okay, we'll cancel that. It's always the, that's the get out of everything now, isn't it? Uh, no, I think I've been hacked, really. So hackers, international hackers, got into your phone and sent dick pics to this woman from fucking Manchester. Yeah, yeah. Terrific. <laughs> I don't know why they did it. Awful. And then they hacked her to send in pictures of her tits back to me <laughs> and on that bombshell let's have a Joint word custody <laughs> there's nothing wrong with them just starting the day off with a good old proper wank is there not there is gotta it's stop, weird gotta stop talking about wanking on this podcast you know my grand oh, yeah, my, uh, oh, my granddad was like how's, how's it going how you, are you doing I was, he's fine he's like oh i'm all right he's like how are you doing i was like we're busy you know doing my called it an internet radio show to him because he's 94 and I don't think podcast is going to register. He went, oh, yeah, yeah, internet radio show. How do I uh, how do I listen to that? And I nearly went, you fucking don't. Because <laughs> I want to inherit some money. <laughs> Just fucking lose the respect of my granddad. He talks about touching himself. Um, right, let's have a word from our corporate overlords. Now then, everyone, let's have a quick word about Vauxhall Comedy Club in that there London town. Now, obviously, there is a fucking pandemic going on. No one's going comedy for a while. But as soon as they are, if you live anywhere near London, if you're down visiting London and you fancy some stand-up, some of the best comics in the world will be playing Vauxhall Comedy Club, which is, surprise the fucking prize, in Vauxhall. So basically, they've helped the podcast out massively by sponsoring it in our time of need. And when we're out of the fucking bunker, when we do our first live live tour of this podcast the have a word show for london will be at the Vauxhall comedy club if you're down there and you fancy seeing some stand-up after the apocalypse give Vauxhall comedy club a try in the meantime give them a follow on instagram at Vauxhall comedy club on twitter at Vauxhall comedy and on facebook they're just Vauxhall comedy club join the mailing list so they can tell you when they're reopening and what they're doing it's VauxhallComedyClub.com. adam's already played this room i'm really looking forward to playing it they do a bottomless booze ticket on a Friday and Saturday night you get 90 minutes of stand-up excellent TV comedians up-and-coming talent and also bottomless beer and wine there's a spirit and mixer ticket for 35 quid there's just entry for 10 be a good egg give them a little follow and we'll see you there after all this shit has blown over Vauxhall Comedy Club the tits you are listening to the funniest podcast in the game. It's Have a Word with Adam Rowe and Dan Nightingale. Let's have a word, Adam. Let's have a word. That's not the theme tune, is it, Dan? Mm. No. Sorry are you going to sing the theme tune? No, you sing it. You sing it. Because you've been really good and you've sort of toned down the, the rest of the singing. And I think everyone's happy. It's time for... Have a word with Adam and Daniel. It's time for have a word with, with Adam, Adam and Dan. Send us all your problems that you have with your friends. We'll solve them for you. Well, sometimes we'll just take the piss. Have a word. Sorry, I played Belarusian music accidentally. I didn't mean to like. And now it's time for have a word from Belarus. Okay. Um, 
just want to say thank you to everyone who's still listening to this, by the way, because we're getting thousands and thousands of downloads every single day, and very, very grateful for it. If um, if you've been listening for a while now, and you, you're just a regular listener, just do us a favour, uh, spread the word for us. That's what I want to sort of push today is uh, pass the podcast on to one of your mates. Just say, look, give this a go. Tell them your favourite episode. Get them because they're not in any order, are they? You don't need to. They're not topical. It's very, very rarely like we we say anything that's happened in the last day or so. Um, like it to public knowledge so get your mates into it let's have a let's have a double download day try and get one of your mates to download any episode of our podcast today and let's see if we can get a spike in our downloads we'd be dead grateful for that the more people are listening to it the easier it is for us to keep doing this content and get advertisers and shit like that so uh time for a double download day get one yeah. of your mates involved and if you've just got into the podcast the old stuff is still going to make you laugh because it's not topical it's just stories yeah. about you know how we people dress. have been going back and listening to it from the start again because they <laughs> we're not giving them enough content apparently oh sorry fucking an hour a day <laughs> uh, so uh this is a sort of I have a word with me missus one but i can tell you right now the, the, there's so much going on in this one, Dan. I don't know how you're going to handle it, mate. Right, okay. Are you ready? Is it busy? It's it's a busy little cunt, is it? It's it's a weird one, mate, to be honest with you. Okay. Hello, Lids. I live down in Australia, but I have a mate um, who introduced me to Adam's comedy. We still laugh about the tweets on the subjectivity of comedy slash some dudes nan dying. Now, out of context, that sounds ridiculous, but I'll retweet my tweets later so anyone who's listening to this can go and check it out. Um, Dave's nice too. <laughs> so thanks for the pod. It's keeping me sane in the office alone. Nice one. You're very welcome. Thanks, mate. Listening from Australia. Australia is our second most... Uh, popular download country after the UK by the way nice one weird that isn't it got some Aussie fans be a ball um, for the thank you show <clears throat> I have a little domestic for you to clean up but only if you were on my side I have a 10 year old daughter who has inherited my morbid interest in the world one day she found a dead rat behind our house it had been dead for some time all dried out most of the rat meat was gone it was basically a skeleton with some dry bits of fur on some part of it my daughter's first thought was to put the rat's skull in a small tupperware and take it to school for show and tell which she did fast forward a couple of months my partner and i are changing my child's bed and we find this tupperware with the rat's skull down the back of the bed my missus shits herself she won't touch it and asked me to chuck the whole thing out I thought the polar bears, the whales, climate change, etc. So I just threw the skull out and I put the Tupperware in the dishwasher. Wow. <laughs> Fast forward a month or two and my and my missus opens my child's lunchbox to find the rat skull Tupperware back in circulation and gets all pissed off about it. I think she's being way too precious. I mean, she won't even smell test food past the sell-by date. She just chucks it. But once it's been through the dishwasher, I don't understand what the problem is with using this Tupperware again just because it's had a rat skull in it. What do you make of it? Keep up the good work from Christopher. Over to you, Dave. It's... I don't know. I'm not that precious about stuff like that. I just think. Oh fuck off! But I think rat. I think dead rat in Tupperware might have to take the Tupperware out. Like this morning, Etta had a wee in the bath, and my brother-in-law's never seen that before, and he was horrified. Like, oh, he was like, oh, darling, darling, don't wee in the bath. And we have been letting a wee in the bath 
since she was fucking <laughs> born. You know why? Because she doesn't stop. She's not going to go, oh, I'm so sorry. Did you tell me to stop? I'll definitely stop weeing. She's going to piss also, in the bath. your brother-in-law needs to get over himself. I still wee in the bath. Yeah, except she has a toothbrush in the bath with it and she just pisses and she's like, yeah. And we're like, we'll just rinse it off. Oh, fuck. <laughs> rinse it off. It'll be good for another day. He looked, he was like, oh my God. Oh, oh God. Let me just get that out. We really need to boil the toothbrush. He was like, Danny, looked to me like I was going to go quickly, quickly get it with prongs and like put it in fucking <laughs> nitrous oxide. I was like, yeah, she pisses on a toothbrush all the time. It's not directly on it. It's diluted within the bathwater. And he was like, oh, oh God. You lucky fucking man. I'm telling you right now, there's parents listening to this going, yeah, not the end of the world, mate. It's not. There's also social services listening to this who are on the way to your fucking house nice as soon one. as they're legally allowed nice to. Nice one. They can come round, take our daughter off her, put her in care, and then she'll piss on, piss on a toothbrush there. I, I just don't think you can be that precious about stuff. I'm not that fussy about but dead rat in the Tupperware and then what are you going to do? Oh, then you're going to put your fucking tuna sandwich in after that. So it's dead rat, rat and tuna. There's a rat in the Tupperware. What am I going to do? There's a rat in the Tupperware. What am I going to do? Burn the fucking Tupperware. Yeah, I think it's pretty It's pretty grim. It's only it's Tupperware, Tupperware, isn't it? Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's not like it's a fucking a gift you were given from your late grandma. It's like a, an old box what you've got to keep forever. It's a bit of fucking order a Chinese takeaway, you'll get a free one. Yeah. <laughs> I know Australia's a new country, but it's not so new that Tupperware is a family heirloom. Like fucking hell, this has been passed on from generation. Fucking Tupperware, mate. Wow. Yeah, I think probably. Nah, I'm, throw I'm it sorry, out, Chris. Man. I know you said we were only allowed to read this out if we were on your side, but you're a fucking lunatic, mate. And it sounds like your daughters are murdering in the making. No, I once got a dead <laughs> rat out of the out of the drain and took it home and was like, "Mum, look what I found." Did you take it to school out and take it to school? Oh no, I didn't take the school out and put it in. You, you didn't do that bit, did you, Daniel? That's no. the bit I'm worried about, mate. Not yeah. the picking the animal up. It's the you know that she could be a vet the autopsy <laughs> yeah so have weird. you seen Dexter have you seen Dexter yeah have you seen the opening scene of Dexter where his dad finds him interfering with animals and he's like listen kid you're gonna be a fucking murderer so just make sure you murder the right people that's the conversation he needs to have with his daughter that's what needs to happen so as long as she, she grows to become- up to kill people who have t- tuna sandwiches on trains we're fine with it absolutely fine with it yeah Train that's her life goal now so get you and uh, I mean your poor wife putting up with you two a fucking rat dissector and a rat dissector apologist so just at the end of that email from Chris as well um, he, he's give us a would you rather so I want to fire it at you because you won't have seen this one because it's in the have a word section of the emails like it um, so I mean this is an easy one for me would you rather cure cancer, but no one knows that it was you? Or would you rather cure sort of nonsensical, like cleft palates or hemorrhoids, but everyone knows you did it? You're the hemorrhoid hero forever. <laughs> Dan Nightingale, saviour of the sore asses. <laughs> or you just get to secretly cure cancer. I mean, the narcissist in me would love, love to be the, the hemorrhoid hero but you'd have to be a fucking psychopath to be like, yeah, children aren't dying of hemorrhoids, though, are they? So probably cure cancer and just get Depends on with on the it. hemorrhoids, isn't it? 
mean, you've got to really have a fucking nasty bout of hemorrhoids as a 10-year-old to be like, oh, my God, little Joey died. He pushed too hard. That little motherfucker <laughs> needed to eat some bran flakes. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to cure the most devastating disease known to man. <laughs> What's going on at the I'm moment if you've, got, if you've got big C and now medium C's come up? I mean, which is the big C? The corona or cancer? Because no. if you've got cancer, all of a sudden you're like, fuck, guys, what about the funding to cure this shit? Everyone's like, shut the fuck up. I can't go to the fucking pub. Let's cure <laughs> corona. I know you're dying, but I'm thirsty. I have been worried about, like, you know, people who've got other ailments, they're going to be fucked by this pandemic, aren't they? Get like, in they're the, fucked. Get, in the, get to the back of the line, and the line is longer because it's two metres out, separated. Yeah, don't, like, it must be stressful if you're genuinely stressful if you get something like that right now and you're like, uh, just doesn't feel like you're top of, top of the pops. So you're curing cancer? Um, I think you'd have to you'd have to sound like an absolute douchebag to say no, but I, okay. I would, I'd love gonna, to be the hemorrhoid hero. Gonna David Dickinson here then. All right. Okay. Right, I got another offer for you. Right. Take would off you cancer. Rather, Take off cancer. Would you rather... Would you rather cure cancer, but nobody knows it was you, oh, God, or man. cure AIDS, but everyone knows it was you? Can I just say, but, I don't know if I've got some repressed memories, but that voice you do that is weirdly Lancashire and paedophilic is registering <laughs> with me as a fucking problem. You did, <laughs> you did it the other day, and now you've done it again, and I know it's funny... It's a funny David Dickinson impression, but for some reason it's making me feel really uncomfortable. I'm like, have I? Did something happen on a cub camp? Was did I have a dodgy Arcala or something? Yeah, I tell you what, Dan, if you want to build a bivouac, you build it with Arcala. Shh, this is a bivouac secret. Daniel. Oh no. Daniel. Oh no. Daniel. I don't like it. Take your pants off. Come <laughs> over here. I've got something to show you. No. Get in cupboard. <laughs> David, in the David Dickerson is a paedophile, yeah? But he pays. He pays for his abuse. So what I'm going to do, little Timmy, stop crying. What I'm going to do, I am going to touch you, Willie. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to pop £80 down here. £80 on the table. Is that enough for me to, <laughs> to touch you, Willie? No, I'm going to need a little You're going to get more. sued by so many people, you know. <laughs> oh, dear. We're getting a class action suit for libel from... Joe Exotic from Tiger King for saying he fucks tigers and David Dickinson and seagulls for calling them pedophiles. <laughs> oh, so there you go. There's your new would you rather. Would you rather cure cancer? Right? But no one knows it was you. Or you cure AIDS, but you get the credit, son. I think AIDS isn't AIDS. AIDS is done, isn't it? We've done AIDS. We've smashed AIDS. No. Yeah, no, you, you smashed AIDS. You can't smash AIDS. That's literally the point. Got, if you've got a bit of money, you've got some vitamins, and you're willing to eat fucking kale. Oh, oh, have you got AIDS, Adam? Is that why this? Is that why you've got the salad in you? I don't. I don't think so. If you've got the lockdown AIDS, um, in a while since I've been tested. What about Rona? What about Rona? There's a would you rather Rona, and everyone knows you cure the pandemic. That's the fucking. It's you would if you don't. If you don't tr be the top trend, if you're not the top trend on Twitter for curing Rona right now, or cancer secretly, what do you reckon? I think it's still cancer secretly for me. I think it it affects one in three people, doesn't it? So 
Yeah. Cancer kills more people than Corona's going to do. Yeah. Defo. Yeah, but cancer doesn't stop me working in comedy clubs, so... Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you, know, you could get... How you fucking celebrated you would be just by all the all the dickhead comedians like, Dan, thanks so much for <laughs> curing Corona. Now I can work at the Chucklefoot Hut in East Bumblefuck. I, Who's drinking? The more I'm thinking about it, the more I don't want anyone to know whether I cure either. It's the same reason. You know, if I'm ever sort of on a on a bus or a train or somewhere where there's a terrorist attack, I never want to be a survivor. I want to go. Because I don't want to be doing Channel 5 documentaries for the rest of my life talking about what it was like. Do you know what I mean? So it's the same with this. I don't want I don't want any credit. Just, yeah, here's, well, the, here's the solution. Wait, wait, wait. Fucking leave me alone. Wait, wait, wait. That was way too... That was too <laughs> interesting to just, just fucking mosey on by. Did you just say <laughs> that, say you were close to like a terrorist attack, you yeah. would, as soon as you saw it, there's a fucking, some jihadi and he's got like bombs strapped to him. And he goes, yeah. I'm fucking doing you, lids, because he's not. I'm not being racist. He's a scouse jihadi. Fucking Liverpool yeah. independence, not bad. He's a he's a really, yeah, pro Liverpoolian independence. You know, suicide bomber. And just as he pulls the cord, instead of running the other way, just in case you survive, you lean in because you can't be asked doing talking heads. Going, Adam, you made it through the suicide bomb. Tell Defo. us about it. Defo. That's death in one go or death by a thousand cuts, isn't it? Talking about that for the rest of your life. You'd be the, that guy. You can't do comedy anymore. Every time you walk on stage, oh my God, it's that guy who survived the terrorism attack. Oh my God, he's so brave. I don't want your fucking pity. I want your banter and your Patreon pledges. Yeah, but also, <laughs> how did you survive? Like, he threw eight school children in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> there was a class. They were all holding hands. They had those, like, yellow pinafores on and they were walking. And he used the teacher and the teaching assistant <laughs> and the class to make a human shield. That's how he survived. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to survive. So like if I'm ever on a on a train or anything, if I'm ever on the tube and there's a guy who's like looking a bit sussy in that. You sit next to him. Yeah, I move next to him, strike up a conversation. <laughs> Any terroristy looking people like, you're right, lad. <laughs> Is today the day? Give me the nod, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good, mate. That's very funny. Mm. Very funny. What a weird one. Well, it's been fun. Let's call it a pod lid. Got a fucking song for you, lad. As always. Um, smash thanks for sending these songs in, by the way. We're, we're starting to run quite low on um, some of them as well. So we, we are going to be coming towards the end of our pile soon. So if you do know any bands, get them to send in to haveawordpod at gmail.com. And please do keep all your other submissions coming in. Have a words in particular. We need some more of them. But would you rather's uh, pointless uh, purchases? You, you know what we're after uh, by now if you listen to the podcast. Get them in. Haveawordpod at gmail.com. Playing us out today is a band from Sunderland called Hive Mind. And this is their song, Crying All The Time. It's an absolute banger. Dan, I love you, man. I'll see you tomorrow. See you, Chief. Bye. Bye.